On this episode of the Hyperfast Agent Podcast, we are joined by Rock Thomas from Rock Thomas International. Listen in as Rock presents at the Hyperfast Hangover event. We hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Hyperfast Show, where we believe unlimited growth in business and life is created by surrounding yourself with people who have been where you are going. Learning from others allows you to compress time and grow hyperfast. And now, here are your hosts, Kerry Shaw and Dan Lesniak. Kerry and Dan are real estate developers, best-selling authors, billion-dollar agents, and million-dollar agent makers. And now, get ready to grow hyperfast. Welcome, uh, Rock. How are you doing today? Yeah, doing great. Super glad to be here. Always great to see beautiful, fun, loving, energetic faces. All right. Well, we're we're excited you. to uh, have you on. And for those of you who are uh, watching, uh, you're in for a real treat today. Rock is an amazing person. He's just got this incredible life story of overcoming challenges and and in fact one of his videos about that has been seen by i think almost like a hundred million now and it's, it's really just impacted so many lives and you know, he's had a very 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 successful journey in becoming a real estate agent broker you know multiple offices he coached with tony robbins he is uh, one of the uh, principals in GoBundance and the leader of um, M1, which I'm sure he'll talk a little bit about. And now you see he's got the I Am Movement podcast. So welcome, uh, Rock. Glad to have you today. Yeah. And you forgot bald. Bald too. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you wear it well. You know, it's funny. I, I, I talk a lot about identity. And when I did lose all my hair to alopecia when I was 40 years old, I had to reinvent my identity. And I think we all look in the mirror and we, we talk to ourselves about how we look, right? And for me, I, I was blonde. I'm Dutch. I had blonde hair, blue eyes. And I did some modeling in Thailand when I was younger, and I got a lot of attention for that. So I developed an identity around that. Because what gets affirmed in our life, we tend to hang on to. So when I lost all my hair, it was just like, oh my God, now what? Who am I now? So, you know, it's part of this transition I think we're all going through now is we ran these businesses, we were doing business, you know, in the normal way, and we have to reinvent ourselves today. So hopefully I'll have a chance to talk about how you can do that, whether it's, you know, a new hairdo or a new business model or activating yourself to take advantage of what's happening. But I hope I get a chance to speak about that because I think it's really important. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know you, you coach and, and mentor and train uh, a ton of entrepreneurs, not, not just real estate agents, but all, all sorts of people. So what, what kind of trends are, are you seeing or, or opportunities or pivots or, or anything like that? Well, I think that What's happening is that we're a lot of people are doubting their own beliefs. Like they used to be good at something, but now they're doubting, can I operate that way? Can I function that way? And if we look at just the traits of a leader, what are the traits of a leader? A leader is unflappable. A leader uses everything around them. Could you imagine a military leader going, hey, Bob, we're out of two tanks. They bombed us. I guess we'll quit and go home. 
No, they're like, okay, pivot, turn, all right, back up, move this way, you know, and they, they use what is available. So I think that what I would encourage people today is just look around you and start to think about how can I use what's available to me? How can I pivot? There's stocks that have gone up 100% in the last month. Somebody's making money. Zoom. Why not? <laughs> yeah. Why not you, right? Uh, wind stock went from $40 to $80. There's, there's just regular stocks that got ridiculously beaten up that somebody's making money on. Carnival Cruises has gone up 50% in the last 10 days. So are you paying attention? Are you looking around yourself for opportunities or are you fearful and buying into the media that's being, being propagated out there? And I think that's, that's going to cost a lot of people. You're going to look back. I promise you, here's my, I'll go out on a limb. It ain't as bad as people are thinking. And I don't want to, to sound irresponsible and, and like I lack empathy for the people that are passing away. But honestly, people that are at risk are people that are at risk for other reasons. And if we look at statistics on a daily basis, the way that it's put out there, 3,200 people a day die from car accidents. If we listen to that every day, you and I, Dan, would be more fearful to drive our car. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I think Tony, you know, and just to bring him up, because you, you worked with him, he was kind of referencing some things like that as well the, the other day. So it's, you know, there's, there's a lot of smart, powerful people that are, are looking at it like, like that. So it, it makes complete What sense. you focus on. Yeah. What you focus on in life, you feel. And I'll give you an example. If you're going about your day, whatever you're doing, golfing, you're going shopping, you're at the movies, and then you look at your phone and it says, uh, I'm backing out of the deal. You did everything on that deal. You were making $40,000 commission on that deal. You were happy. You were going to sell them something else at another $20,000 commission. You'd spent the money in your mind already. What happens to you when you look at the phone and you see that? Your heart rate goes up disappointment. You start feeling bad. You're no longer going to be the top broker in your office. There's a myriad of things that happen only because you glanced at that phone. Now, what if you didn't look at that phone and half an hour later, they sent another email or text and they said, change my mind, deal on. <laughs> and then you get out of the movies and what you see is just the last one first. Hey, sorry for the other email, you know, blah, 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 but everything's cool, still going through the purchase. You would not have gone on that roller coaster ride. So the most important thing that I would suggest to people is decide what you're gonna focus on. Yeah, that's, that's a great, yeah, I, I like using that, the, the analogy of, of the phone in that case, cause like you never really know what is gonna pop up and if you're, if you're not careful, it's very easy to, to let this thing <laughs> determine what you focus on, right? And then how you feel and then how you react and how you behave and how you produce or how you don't. So my, my suggestion would be is this. If you want to lead yourself out of this in a victorious way is make a decision that there is a path for you that is filled with success. Just decide. It exists, whatever it is. And then it is your job to go and find that path. Just become like on a treasure hunt. So yeah, have I pivoted and, and bought some stocks? Yes. Have I pivoted with my market center 
my real estate office and done a lot more Zoom calls and added value that way? Yes. Have I decided to reduce my expenses and make some better decisions? Yes. Did I just have the internet people here and negotiate with them to not pay for the service call that they came to because I pay attention to negotiating skills? Yes. So the first thing is decide that there's this path of success that's available for you and now go find it. Does that make sense? Yeah, completely. Um, what, what other examples in your life have, you know, you mentioned losing your hair, but what other challenges or <laughs> adversity have, have you, have you faced and overcome that have maybe made this thing just seem like a speed bump to you? That's a great question. And I got a really good example. So in 2006, I was traveling around teaching in North America and I started going into a lot of real estate offices and everybody started telling me the same thing. I have two more agents that quit. They couldn't, they couldn't make a sale. We have too much inventory and not enough buyers. And it wasn't too long before I started to see that we were headed for something that was not good. So what I did was I went back home. I found a buyer for my six Remax offices and 275 agents. And I sold it to an agent in my office for $4 million. It was a leveraged buyout, which basically meant that she put a million dollars down and I gave her a balance of sale for 3 million, which left me, which gave me about $70,000 a month of, of passive income. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm pretty, I was pretty happy back in those days with going down to Florida, working on my golf game and getting 70 grand a month. I was able to make ends meet. This went on for a while and she started to spend a lot of money. She was a spender. One of the things that I teach is there's four money personality types. And if you're not aware of them, you're going to be, you know, emotionally held hostage to them, but she was a spender. So she bought herself some new cars. She bought her, she went on first class trips around the world and she spent the money and wasn't too long before she defaulted on the payments. Long story short, I took the assets back. I lost $1.8 million and I opened up a Keller Williams. However, when I got the call from the bankruptcy uh, lawyer saying she can't make the rent, she can't pay you anymore. Think about it. I was down in Florida um, getting 70,000 a month. Used to that. All my assets were frozen. And then she stopped paying the $20,000 a month rent that she was in my building also. So I'm out 90,000 a month overnight and all my assets are frozen. And I freaked out. So I called a bunch of people from my GoBundance tribe and I said, what do I do? I'm like, I'm in shock right now and I need some guidance. So anytime something really big happens, if you have some really good sources of people you can consult with, first of all, that's really, really great. They talked me off the ladder, off the ledge and gave me some guidance. My lawyer wanted to settle with her for $500,000 of the 2.7 that she owed me, we ended up settling for 800 cash plus about 600,000 of assets, which was about $900,000 better than the lawyer suggested. And that's what a counsel will do for you. So that's number one. Number two is we all have a money blueprint. And if you're not sure what that is, look at your bank account. That is reflective of your blueprint. Maybe you make a lot of money and then you lose it. You make bad investments. Then you go make a lot again and you lose it or you spend it. But that's part of your blueprint. And that blueprint comes from conditioning from when you grew up, what you saw, what you heard, and what you felt around money. Maybe your parents were good with money. Maybe they weren't. Maybe they talked about it. Maybe they didn't. But you have a blueprint. My blueprint and a blueprint is a thermostat. 
So you, when it goes down really cold in the house and you're cold, you turn the heater on and the furnace comes on and it heats the house. It's the same thing when you go down in your blueprint. Donald Trump was a billionaire. He lost all his money. What happened to him? He came back as a billionaire because he has a billionaire blueprint. Well, I have a multimillionaire blueprint. When I lost $1.8 million, my furnaces came on and what did I do? I went out and I became an agent again and I knocked on doors and went after expireds and FISBOs and I sold 65 homes in nine months. And then I opened up a Keller Williams franchise. So it goes back to what I talked about before, Dan, is make a decision that there's a path for you for success and then go find it, consistently go after it and you will succeed. Wow. I mean, that's, that's for those of you listening, that's, that's a hard thing to do to, to go from this, this life of you, you built a business that was so successful. You could sell it for $4 million to you had to go back on the street, um, knocking on doors basically. And, and 65 homes in nine months, that's, that's just crazy to come off the sidelines and be that. Well, it's again, it's part of my identity, right? is my part of my identity is I I'm unstoppable. And I don't say that pompously is that I just choose to decide I'm unstoppable. And I think that you are unstoppable, right? Is you've decided you will win. You will, you will do what you need to do to succeed. And a lot of people don't actually, and this is very subtle. Don't make that decision. They go, I'm willing to work hard, but do I have to work on Saturdays? What about Monday evenings? I play volleyball. Could I have those off? Where champions, the answer to what are you willing to do to succeed is whatever it freaking takes. If I have to work 24 hours in a row to build my business, to save it, whatever, it's not, it's not even a question. I will do it. So the, that's where the decision part is so important. Decide right now you're going to win through the coronavirus. Decide right now. Feel the energy in your body as you make that decision that nothing will stop you and then start looking for the path, whatever it is. And then I would add to that is become an expert at something. I call it the 1% rule. Get better, get better at something. I get better every day at something, whether it's my golfing, my putting, my chipping, whether it's better at zoom calls, whether it's better at apps on my phone, whether it's playing the piano, I'm constantly getting better. Why would somebody want to do business with a realtor if they're not an expert? If yeah, you don't I have, agree. especially now, right? So I'll give you an example. I, I went to Vegas, uh, to pick up my puppy and I'm curious about real estate. I see this new construction, gorgeous house where we're paddle paddle boarding in the, in the water. It's $7.5 million, this house. And I want to go see it. It looks super cool out on the lake, Lake Las Vegas. And I go, let me just cruise around to the, to the model home. Get there, ask the agent, you know, it's on a golf course. What is the golf hole that these lots back on? I don't know. We've been trying to figure out, but we're not sure. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You could walk five minutes and see the, 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 the plate that says the 16th hole, which is what I did, right? So number one, what does it do to me as a customer? You don't know, you're selling this project and you don't know what hole it backs onto. Immediately, confidence or doubt? Doubt. Yeah, completely. Right? Then I say, so what, what models, what, what builders can build here? 
well, we have one or two builders. Uh, I go, can I get my own builder? Um, I'm not sure. And the list went on and on. You get the picture. How about, you know what? That's a great question, Rock. What golf hole that, that hole is. Are you a golfer? Yes. Oh my God. I'll find that out for you in a jiffy. No problem. Right? Like own the experience, be confident, add value, be an expert, show you're a problem solver. It's not that complicated. But if you're, if you're dealing with a switched on person, they will immediately have doubt. If you start going, well, I don't know. We're still trying to figure that out for two days. Can I get back? No. So little things like that, Dan, I think can make a difference. And I know a lot of the people that listen to your, to your show are high achievers. So this is something they know and they're doing already. So I apologize if you're going like, yeah, Rock, tell me something new. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Are you a real estate agent in the DMV area or thinking about becoming a real estate agent in the DMV area? Why not join the highest selling team in the DMV? The Carrie Scholl team is hiring more agents. We have the best training systems, the best culture, and the best environment to get you to the next level, whether that's starting out and getting to six figures or getting from six figures to 250 or to half a million or even beyond. Go to CarrieScholeCareers.com. Again, that's CarrieScholeCareers.com. What do you think people can, can do or, or how do they get to that point in their life where they can make that decision that they're going to they're gonna succeed at something no matter what? Like, how, how do they actually get there if they're not already or if they have doubt? You got to get leverage on yourself. I like what Grant Cardone says, and I know you had him speak for you, is be obsessed or be average. And so I get obsessed about just about anything. I picked 8,000 oranges during the pandemic. I went to my backyard and then I went to my neighbor's backyard that weren't picking their oranges. I get, I get into things. I get passionate about things, right? So if you're not passionate and lit up, then find a way to put meaning into it, right? And people rarely do that. I'm playing golf again. I took a, an abs, uh, a leave of absence, but I really want to get better. I created a men's league at the club that I'm at. I take initiative. I'm a leader and influencer, and we now play for money. And guess what? When I go to yoga and I don't feel like holding a pose, I tell myself that each pose that I hold and stretch is going to make me a better golfer. And because I want to be a better golfer and I want to compete with the guys, it gives me the energy to hold that pose longer. So you got to give meaning to things. Think about what are you going to do with the money that you make? You want to take your kids to Disney World? I remember when I was an agent, I told my kids that when I got to 50 sales, I would take them to Disney World. And every day I came home from work, if they were still up, we had a board on the wall. They would run to me. And what do you think they would ask me? How many sales did you get today? Dad? Exactly. <laughs> daddy, daddy, did you sell another house? And I go, honey, yes, I did. And they go, can I put it up? And they'd run over and they'd fill in the board. Now, when I was out on an appointment and I was struggling, I'm tired, didn't eat. And I'm like, ah, God, maybe I'll list this tomorrow. Maybe I'll, I could close this tomorrow, you know, whatever. I would think of what I had to tell my kids. Daddy didn't close another sale. Oh my God, the energy I got from that. I focused, I bore down, I asked better questions. And I made another sale so that when I walked in the door, I got the magic feeling. So you got to find a way to run your brain that lights you up, that gives you leverage, that excites you. 
And if you have struggle with that, get yourself amongst a group of people that will hold you accountable by supporting, encouraging, and challenging you to be your best. And you know, Dan, that's why I created mastermind groups because that's exactly what happens. When you find your tribe with your vibe, you don't want to be left out. So you keep up with the pack and the higher side of yourself, the better part of yourself shows up. Yeah, I think the, the, the more you can surround yourself, the better quality people you can surround yourself with, the, the more it just becomes like normalized to you that this is what I'm supposed to do. Like, you know, working hard to get these results is what I'm supposed to do. And, and, and you do get the benefit too of having those people available for counsel. And, and like you mentioned earlier, how, how have you, you done that through, through M1? Maybe we should talk about that for a minute or two. Well, I mean, it's, um, it's like the gentleman you had on before, you know, success is not, does not happen overnight. It happens over time and you build one relationship at a time. So I am constantly looking for people that have energy, that are curious about life, that uh, want more. And then I invite them to join my world. So it started off with six of us eight years ago and has morphed into over thousands of people that value people that are hard charging and want high-minded conversations while doing adventurous activities and want to help each other do better and also want to be challenged by somebody when you get complacent because I don't care who you are, you can get complacent. When Michael Jordan was vying for his championships, Scottie Pippen went down for a period of time and Scottie Pippen was his main guy. So what did he do? Did he cry in his cornflakes? No. He went to Dennis Rodman and he backed him into a corner and he said, dude, you need to step up. And Dennis Rodman as a champion and as a competitor loved it. He loved it, right? If you and I get together and we do a push-up contest, right? Because we're competitors and we know that we iron sharpens iron, we're going to find another gear. So you have to be courageous enough to look for the people. When I do my seminars, I challenge anybody in the, in the audience at the end of the, my, my event, my, my keynote is let's go to the side and let's do a push-up contest. Now, do I have to do that? No, but what does it do? It makes me in private practice my push-ups because I don't want to look like a fool and pump out eight push-ups and have somebody do 82, right? So I find ways to keep myself on track, to look for opportunities to out of 300 people I speak to. And I get a 23 year old kid that comes up who, you know, works out twice a day. He's like, all right, let's go old man. I'm like, oh geez, <laughs> but it excites me. The cells in my body, right? So find ways to challenge yourself or to be in environments when you can be challenged, say yes to challenges. Stop going, well, I'm in a suit. I don't know if I should do push-ups. You'll find me doing yoga in airports. You'll find me doing squats while I pump gas in my car. You'll find me doing different things because I want to constantly shock my nervous system and being available to say yes when the opportunity comes along. Yeah, I, I agree. I think challenges, even if it's not what you're like directly related to what you're working on, it, it just strengthens your ability in all areas of life to, to work harder, adapt and, and, and overcome. It just gives you more confidence. So I know you could be listening and you're like, well, what does push-ups have to do with selling a house? But when you're 
finding ways to, to get better at even little things like that, it, it's going to help you when you don't want to make that extra call or the other agents about to kill a deal or, you know, or stuff comes up. So I, I think it's important to, well, I'll give you an example, Dan. Yeah. I'll give you an example. I was doing a zoom call with my leadership team the other day. And have you heard of these zoom hacks where these people are, are, you know, jumping in and, 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 and getting into zoom calls are not supposed to. So we're, we're in a, you know, a leadership meeting and this name comes up, call him John and John jumps in on our leadership meeting. We don't know who John is. So what would anybody do? Well, I'll tell you what I did. I'm like, John, John, I wasn't expecting you to join this meeting. What's going on, John? And John's like, uh, I don't know what I'm doing here. I was trying to get into a meeting. Now I'm in with you guys. I go, dude, you got a, a really cool quote behind you. Looks like you must be into personal development. He goes, well, actually, I'm a real estate agent. And um, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, mindset's important. And I go, well, that's really nice to meet you. Looks like you got great energy. And he goes, Rock Thomas. I've heard that name before. And he, go, and he goes, I think I've seen some of your videos. Long story short, I end up getting his email, his phone number, and we're going to do some business together or he's going to join one of my mastermind groups or something. That's because... I train myself to be ready for opportunities. Everything's an opportunity. Are you ready? Are you ready to say yes to things? Are you ready to pivot? Are you ready to turn? Are you ready to, to be available for an opportunity? And I think that this pandemic has exposed all of us for our readiness. And those that have practiced being ready or practicing being ready are going to come out shining great. And those that are looking at and wishing that things were different and hoping it'll go back to normal are the ones that are going to suffer. What are, what are some of the uh, ways you've seen other other people in, in sales or business uh, succeed in the last couple months? Or, or I'm sure you've, you've seen a, a, a great story or two that you could you could kind of share and maybe leave one one last lesson. I know I know we got just a little bit of time left. Yeah. Well, specifically in real estate. You know, in, in our market in Canada, we were not allowed to list for a while, but what we got people doing was reaching out to their clients and just checking in, how are you doing? And it really comes from a leadership position of serving, just serve, serve. Um, I was always amazed, you know, David Osborne, uh, him and I, we've traveled a lot together. He's very, very successful Keller Williams guy, business guy. And I would stay at his house and he would constantly say, Hey, can I make you breakfast? Hey, can I bring you a glass of water? Do you want a cup of tea? People that are leaders lead with service first. And when you lead with service, it's really simple. You just call up your client and say, Hey, how are you? No hidden agenda. Just how are you? How can I help? What can I do? And then you start to stockpile a lot of people that are ready to do business in the future. You build up emotional equity. So that's number one. Number two, I would say is a phrase that I like very, very, I, I like a lot is the fortunes in the follow-up. And most people, what they do is they reach out to people. They don't get the response that they want. And they start to doubt that this person wants to do business with them when there could be a bunch of other reasons. Number one is they were busy. Number two is they said, yeah, you know, like, yeah, I want to get back to Dan, but it's not super important or urgent right now. So I'll get back to him later. But the person who reaches out goes, oh, Dan didn't respond to my email. Maybe he doesn't like me. Maybe I didn't write it well. And they tell themselves a disempowering story. 
So the most successful people that I know have developed resilience. I like to say is, I'm going to reach out to you till you buy or die. Not that you, <laughs> not that you die physically, but that you communicate to me in a way that the lead becomes dead which means I may have to be a little bit irritating or overbearing or, you know, relentless. But most people, and there's studies on this, Dan, that they've done at Harvard University is 60% of the sales happen after something like now the 12th or 14th reach out. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm not surprised that like you, you have to be resilient and just continue to, to reach out and, you know, there's so much competition for people's attention. If you're not doing that, exactly. you're going to lose a ton of money. So be resilient, reach out, attach empowering meanings to everything that happens to you. Decide there's a winning path. Choose to be curious and find that path. And then just keep on getting 1% better every day. And if you do that, then success is waiting for you. I, I agree completely. And, uh, you know, I want to be respectful of your time. So, so thank you so much for sharing your story, your wisdom with everyone today. If, if people want to connect with you or, or, or follow you, what, what are some of the best ways they can do that? I have a podcast called the I am movement. So they can check us out on iTunes and, and Stitcher and all those, and they can just go to rockthomas.com. We've got a ton of free product and stuff. They can check us out there and on all the usual social media outlets that we all love to go on and endlessly. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, it was a treat having you on. Uh, I loved it. Thank you as always. And uh, we hope to connect with you soon. Of course. My pleasure, Dan. You guys do great work. It's uh, an honor to be on here. Thanks a lot. Have an amazing day. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests, improve our shows, and give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.